tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. Hola Madridistas, this is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on March 14th, 2022 from New York City. It was back to work for Real Madrid today as they traveled to take on Mallorca in league play. And while the hosts did make it somewhat surprisingly competitive for nearly an hour, Real eventually broke through in the second half as one goal from Vinicius Jr. and a brace from Karim Benzema secured a 3-0 victory. With Sevilla dropping points away at Rayo Vallecano on Sunday, the win increased Real's lead at the top of the league table to 10 points with only 10 league matches to go and took their run of consecutive wins in all competitions up to 5, heading into El Clasico in Madrid on Sunday night. Angelotti made a few changes to a starting 11 from the side that eliminated PSG from the Champions League in the middle of last week, as Mendy, Alaba, Nacho, and Vasquez were at the back, Valverde, Casemiro, and Cruz were in the midfield, and Benzema, Vinicius Jr., and Rodrigo were up front forming the 4-3-3, with Courtois once again at the back of them all in front of the goal. It was somewhat apparent early on that coming off of the big, emotional win against PSG, and with a match against a much-improved blood rival in Barca upcoming, Real was in somewhat of a stay-in-first-gear approach to start this one, in the hopes that something less than an all-out effort would be enough to secure all three points from a relegation-threatened side. But that just ended up making for a more difficult game than Real was probably hoping for. A couple of early chances in the sixth minute might have changed the tenor of things had Real converted one of them, as Vinny's through ball set up Benzema for a shot from the left side of the box that was saved, and Mendy forced another save shortly thereafter. But the generally easy way in which Real went about things allowed Mallorca to grow more confident and dangerous over the course of the first half. A break by the hosts in the 11th minute had Marici's cross from the left wing getting to Olivan in the box on the right, but his one-touch effort put the ball just wide of the right post. That sequence possibly informed Mallorca well, as they would continue to take their chances to get out on the break over the first 45 minutes, forcing Real to up their intensity to track back and ward off the danger, both out in space and in the final third. Madrid would have additional opportunities to break as well, but the Whites weren't able to generate more clear-cut chances than their opponents as the final ball went missing after the attacks advanced deep into Mallorca's half. On the other end, Mallorca's counters twice produced shots on goal. A 27th-minute break had Olivan shooting from above the box on the left, which Courtois was able to comfortably save, and a 35th-minute break saw Madrid's lax transitional defense allow Mallorca to play several passes to advance the ball into the box, and while Nacho's well-timed tackle denied one opportunity, Mendy's intercepted clearance provided another as the ball fell to Mafio in the center of the box for him to put it off of the right post. The game would be open and back and forth as the two sides took turns running at each other from end to end, but even with Mallorca generally having the better of the first half, Real did finally create another good chance to go ahead just before halftime as Benzema's backheeled ball from the top of the box connected with Vinny as he ran into the center of the box, but his attempt to put the ball across his body back towards the left post was blocked by Mafio in the 43rd minute. 
The second half opened up with Mallorca presenting more danger on the counter as Marici just missed Anhel's cross from the left into the box with his head in the 48th minute while a couple of early Madrid breaks ran out of steam in the attacking half but Real would finally break through on a quickly developing break in the 55th minute. Valverde put pressure on Baba as he had the ball in his own third and that physical defense caused Baba to lose his footing and the ball above the box as the two players got their legs tangled. Benzema quickly pounced on the loose ball and played it to Vinny in the box on the left, and he put the ball between Rico's legs with his left foot to give Real the 1-0 lead. Mallorca had a good opportunity to get the score back level when they won a free kick right above the box in the 58th minute, but Danny Rodriguez's 60th minute shot went well high, and Baba forced Courtois to save his shot from above the right side of the box in the 65th minute. Morici would again narrowly miss getting onto the end of a dangerous cross in the 69th minute as Alaba mistimed his attempted interception, and the intensity of the competition would take its toll on Madrid shortly thereafter as Rodrigo was stamped by Rayo as both attempted to get to a loose ball that Rayo won. Carvajal replaced Vasquez in the 70th minute, and Asensio took Rodrigo's place a minute later as the Brazilian couldn't even leave the pitch on his own power, but a Madrid break in the 75th minute would put Real in position to finally seize complete control of the game. Vinny would feature in the sequence as he won the ball for Madrid deep in the defensive half on the left and started the break, and after spinning free of multiple defenders on the left side, he played a good pass up to Benzema on the left in the attacking end. Benzema shook free of Baba's attempted tackle and got into the box on the left, and while his attempted cross to Vinny above the 6-yard box was beyond him, Olivan gave a panicked push to the Brazilian's back that sent him to the pitch and had the referee pointing to the spot. Benzema would easily put the ball into the back of the net towards the left a couple of minutes later as Rico guessed the wrong way, and Madrid would take command of the contest as they went up 2-0. Marcelo would replace Mendy in the 80th minute as he looked as though he had suffered some sort of lower body injury and a couple of minutes after coming on, the veteran left back crossed the ball into the box following the short corner from the left and Benzema rose up from above the 6-yard box to meet the ball with his head and send it inside of the right post for his second goal and Real's third, which left no doubts about what the final outcome for the game would be. But the Frenchman motioned to the Madrid sideline that his left calf was bothering him as he walked back towards the center circle for the restart. And in the 85th minute, after limping around the pitch for a bit, he finally just went down to the ground and made it clear that he would not be able to continue, which immediately gave rise to concerns about his availability for the match against Barca this upcoming Sunday. His night was done as he limped off and into the dressing room, and Madrid had to see out the remainder of the game with only 10 men. And while Lee Kang-in was noticeably dangerous over the course of the final minutes, Real would ultimately preserve the clean sheet and come away with all three points at the sound of the final whistle. And then Ronaldo! Oh! What a Cristiano Ronaldo! Sensational! Let's get into the individual performances from Real Madrid's victory today, starting up front. Kareem Benzema rated as an 8. Madrid's man of the match once again turned up to make the vital difference as he factored into all three goals. He had a promising opportunity to open up the scoring just six minutes in when he was played into the left side of the box and forced to save, but the first half saw him dropping deeper away from goal, even playing alongside the midfielders in space at times as he took up primarily a playmaking role. His 43rd minute backheeled ball to Vinny as he ran into the box set up the Brazilian for a good chance to put Madrid up just before halftime. 
In the second half, he'd continue with his good playmaking until it finally produced the goal in the 55th minute as he pounced on a loose ball above the box following Baba's turnover and played the ball to Vinny on the left side of the penalty area for him to open up the scoring. He'd fend off Baba's challenge on the left wing in the 75th minute and get into the box to attempt to cross to Vinny. And while his pass was off target, Vinny did win a penalty as he was pushed from behind above the 6-yard box and Kareem would double Madrid's advantage from the spot a couple of minutes later. He'd make it 3 for Real when he headed Marcelo's cross from the left into the back of the net towards the right post in the 82nd minute, but he suffered some sort of calf injury either on his header or during the celebration afterwards, and by the 85th minute, he was collapsing to the turf, indicating that he couldn't continue. It was an ending that definitely put a damper on what was otherwise another stellar performance, as now he's in a race against time to recover his fitness before Real faces Barca over the weekend. Vinicius Jr. rated as a 7. It was another good, consistently threatening game for him up front, as he and Mafio had a spirited battle between the two of them. His through ball played Benzema into the box in the 6th minute for him to force a save, and he'd make several runs into the box on both the left and right sides in the first half that presented a threat, but were ultimately well defended by Mallorca, including his 43rd minute run-in from the left side to get to Benzema's backheeled pass and fire off a shot that Mafio was able to block. In the second half, he put Madrid ahead in the 55th minute with a shot from the left side of the box that put the ball between Rico's legs and into the back of the net, but it was his end-to-end -end effort in the 75th minute that was really the highlight of his game, as he won the ball with a tackle in the defensive left corner to start a break, eluded multiple defenders on the left side with a good spin move, and played a pass to Benzema on the left wing in the attacking half, and then made it all the way into Mallorca's box to draw a foul as he attempted to get to Benzema's cross above the 6-yard box, which won Madrid a penalty. Just a tremendous sequence in which he executed well in several aspects of the game. He looked like he might have had an opportunity to generate another goal as he got out on the break and into the box in the 81st minute, but he was only able to win a corner when his cross got intercepted. Rodrigo rated as a 6. He was effective at times as he was able to get onto some balls played to him inside of the box, but he never looked particularly dangerous in the final third. His first half was most notable for a good display of control along the right side in the defensive half while he was being encircled by multiple defenders, and he was able to escape that trap and play the ball over to Benzema on the left side for Madrid to break into space. In the second half, he attempted to break forward from the defensive half before being fouled in the 62nd minute, and he cut into the box from the right wing in the 63rd minute, but was tackled as he tried to weave through multiple defenders. His night would come to a concerning end in the 69th minute, when he attempted to get to a loose ball in the defensive half following Rayo's heavy touch, and Rayo's winning of the ball resulted in him stamping Rodrigo's foot on the follow-through, which sent the Brazilian crashing to the ground and forced him to be helped off of the pitch a couple of minutes later, as Asensio would run on to take his place. In the midfield, Valverde rated as a 6. He was somewhat harshly booked for a clean challenge on Kubo above the box in the 17th minute on account of catching Kubo on the follow-through after winning the ball, but he had a couple of good runs with the ball in the first half as he took a nacho pass and got into space on the right in the 19th minute and then in the 32nd minute went from right to left in the attacking third and played the ball over to Mendy on the wing. In the second half, he'd lose the ball with a heavy touch as he was sizing up the goal from above the box in the 51st minute and he'd get tackled in the final third after breaking into space on the right in the 54th minute, but he'd get some payback a minute later as he pressed Baba high up the pitch and forced a turnover above Mallorca's own box, 
and that produced a quickly developing counter that led to Vinny's game-winning goal. Modric replaced him at the 60-minute mark. Casemiro rated as a 6. He was back on the pitch as the holding midfielder after missing out on the PSG match, and he was customarily solid on both sides of the ball, although some of his defensive challenges had Mallorca's players clamoring for a booking that would have seen him suspended for the upcoming Clasico. He headed the ball clear of the box in the 5th minute, picked out Vasquez with a good long ball to the right wing in the 13th minute, made a forward run into the attacking half during a 16th minute break, and played Rodrigo into the box with his cross from the left wing in the 38th minute. He'd win the ball back from Baba above Mallorca's box shortly after that, play a good through ball from the defensive half up to Benzema on the right wing in the 41st minute, and intercept the ball into the box in stoppage time to round out a good overall first half. He was a bit less impactful after halftime, most notably handling the ball above Mallorca's box to surrender a free kick in the 58th minute, and he'd be taken off before he could add to his disciplinary record in the 61st minute when he was replaced by Camavinga. Tony Cruz rated as a 6. He still looks to be at less than his best form in terms of his impact in possession, and particularly with his passing creativity, but it was encouraging to see him make it through the full match given some of his recent fitness concerns. He'd play Casemiro forward into space on a break with a good one-touch pass in the 16th minute, but his balls into the box on free kicks in the 21st and 24th minutes were easily dealt with by Mallorca. He'd make a good sliding tackle in the defensive half in the 27th minute, and a minute later, his shot from above the box as he slipped was deflected just wide of the right post. His 39th minute cross into the box made no connection, and his long-range shot in the 41st minute put the ball about 20 rows into the stands. In the second half, he most notably won the ball in the defensive half in the 47th minute, played a forward pass to Vinny at the start of the 75th minute break that produced a penalty, and took a short corner in the 82nd minute to allow Marcelo to cross the ball in for Benzema's second goal. He'd block a shot from above the box in the 87th minute as well. In the back, Ferland Mendy rated as a 6. Like Casemiro, he also made his return to the lineup after missing the second leg against PSG, and he was most influential in this game when he came up on the left side to aid in the attack. His shot in the sixth minute from above the box on the left forced Rico to get a touch on it to put it into the side of the net. He also played a good give-and-go with Cruz in the 25th minute and got tackled at the end of his run in the final third, and then picked out Rodrigo in the box with a cross from the left side in the 32nd minute as part of his first-half contribution up front. But in the back... His attempted clearance from the box in the 35th minute was intercepted, and the ball ended up with Mafio in the center of the box for a shot that went off of the right post. The second half saw him play a good give-and-go with Benzema and get into the left side of the box in the 53rd minute, elude defenders with a pirouette on the left side of the defensive half and pick out Vasquez to spark a break a minute later, and win the ball on the left side in the attacking half to start another counter in the 66th minute but he looked like something was bothering him in one of his legs and he'd get replaced by Marcelo in the 80th minute, raising questions about his availability for the upcoming Classico. David Alaba rated as a 6. In the first half, he made a number of interventions in the final third, but he did misjudge his attempted interception of a cross that got to Marici in the box for a shot in the 11th minute. He also tried his hand at opening up the scoring in the 44th minute, but his shot from the top left corner of the box was blocked. In the second half, he whiffed on another attempted interception of a cross in the 69th minute that allowed the ball to go through dangerously for Marici, but he intercepted a couple of balls in the box in the 75th minute. 
Lee Kang-in eluded him inside of the box in the 89th minute, but he was bailed out on the occasion as Marcelo, of all people, came to the rescue and denied the chance with a tackle. Nacho rated as a 7. It was another strong performance by him as he got the start for Militao, who was a late scratch for a reported overnight illness. He tracked back to halt a Mallorca break in the 5th minute, picked out Valverde with a pass into the attacking half to spark a break in the 19th minute, and made his most important contribution of the game when he perfectly executed a tackle of Angel inside of the box to deny a 35th minute chance following a break. He'd intercept a couple more balls in the defensive half in the 68th and 78th minutes as part of his confident, mistake-free showing at the back, and for me, he was Madrid's best defender on the day. Lucas Vasquez rated as a 6. He put forth a solid two-way effort, starting off well by playing a ball over the top for Rodrigo above the right side of the box in the fourth minute. He did, however, play a bad back pass in the attacking half that started a Mallorca break in the very next minute, but he defended Kubo well outside of the box shortly after that, broke forward on the right side in the 21st minute, won the ball with a sliding tackle in the defensive half in the 29th minute, blocked the ball in the box in the 34th minute, and won a corner with an attempted cross in the 38th minute. In the second half, he'd halt a break by bringing down Kubo from behind in the 52nd minute, which got him booked, play Valverde into space on the right for him to break forward in the 54th minute, and block an attempted cross outside of the box on the left in the 61st minute. Carvajal replaced him in the 70th minute. As for the substitutes, Luka Madra traded as a 5. He was brought on for Valverde in the 60th minute, and he very much looked like he was keeping things in first gear so as to preserve his legs for Sunday's Classico. He intercepted a pass in the defensive half shortly after coming on, and he twice played backheeled passes to teammates as an indication of how casually he was approaching this game. He definitely wasn't out there running around like a madman like he did in the PSG match, and at his age, that's entirely understandable given where this game fell on the fixtures list between two massive matches. Camavinga rated as a 6, he replaced Casemiro in the 61st minute, and he was noticeably active defensively as he took over the holding midfielder role. He won the ball back in the attacking half in the 63rd minute, halted a Mallorca break by fouling Marici on the left wing in the 72nd minute, and put an end to another counter in the 74th minute with a sliding challenge in the attacking half. He blocked a shot inside of the box on the right side in the 94th minute as 10-man Real was working to preserve the clean sheet. Danny Carvajal rated as a 5. He took the place of Lucas Vasquez in the 70th minute, and his shift didn't start all that well as he'd both make a bad pass in the defensive half and lose an aerial challenge to Olivan in the 75th minute. He'd turn it around to clear a ball in from a corner in the 88th minute, block a shot from the top left of the box in the 90th minute, and intercept a cross into the box shortly thereafter, but his bad pass above Madrid's own box in the 92nd minute led to Lee Kang-in getting a shot off from the top of the box that forced the save. Marco Asensio rated as a 5. He went on for the injured Rodrigo in the 71st minute, and he didn't have any particular impact in the attack. He sent the ball out with a heavy touch when he attempted to break out of Madrid's own half in the 79th minute, had his 88th minute through ball intended for Vinny in the attacking half intercepted, and saw his 95th minute shot from the top left of the box blocked to win a corner. Marcelo as the final substitute rated as a 7. He was an 80th minute replacement for the injured Ferland Mendy, and despite only getting about 15 minutes of game action, he made an important impact on both ends of the pitch. On the attacking end, his 82nd minute cross from above the box on the left following a short corner 
perfectly found Benzema above the six-yard box for him to head home Madrid's third. And defensively, he made a great tackle of Lee Kang in from behind in the box when it looked like he was set to fire at the goal in the 89th minute following a break. Finally in front of the goal, Thibaut Courtois rated as a 7. It was another solid performance by the Belgian as he passed all of his tests, none of which were all that difficult. He saved Olivan's shot from distance easily in the 27th minute, but he was lucky not to be beaten by Maffeo as his shot from dead center of the box in the 35th minute went off of the right post. In the second half, he'd saved Baba's shot from above the box in the 65th minute, deny Lee King ins effort from above the box in the 92nd minute, and catch a cross in front of the goal in the 96th minute before the referee blew the final whistle to cap a comfortable day's work for him. The final score doesn't quite tell the story of the trouble that Madrid had with a competitive Mallorca side for the better part of 60 minutes, and even after Vinny opened up the scoring, it didn't feel like the victory was a certainty. But once Benzema put away the penalty, there was only going to be one winner of this game, and with the victory, Real took another step closer to being crowned champions of Spain, as they increased their lead over second place Sevilla to 10 points with 10 matches remaining. With a 5-game winning streak and 10 goals scored over their last 3 matches, Real would ordinarily have every reason to be fully confident heading into their next game, but the question marks concerning the injuries suffered by Rodrigo, Mendy, and most importantly Benzema in today's game have certainly clouded Madrid's prospects for their upcoming tilt with their most famous rivals. Three in the box waiting for the cross and it was Bale! Up next for Real Madrid, the Whites play their second league Clasico as they host their longtime foes Barcelona at the Bernabeu this upcoming Sunday. Real last beat Barca 3-2 in January's Supercopa in Saudi Arabia, and the league match at the new camp also went Madrid's way back in October as the Whites won that contest 2-1. Madrid have conquered the Blagrana in their last five encounters dating back to March of 2020, but Barca has definitely found its stride under the new leadership of Xavi, and they are certain to present a formidable challenge to Real given their current form, never mind the rivalry. Barca currently sit third in the league table with 51 points from their 27 games, having won 14, drawn 9, and lost 4, and they are currently unbeaten over their last 10 matches in all competitions. They thrashed Osasuna 4-0 at the new camp on Sunday, and with the likes of Traore and Aubameyang likely to be playing this time around, this will be a much different challenge for Real than the one that they faced in this fixture a couple of months ago. While Real will have a few key players in a race to recover their fitness in time for the game, Barca for their part will have to manage coming off of a second leg Europa League match in Turkey against Galatasaray on Thursday, and they still have it all to play for in that round of 16 tie. So those are a couple of factors that will add some unique intrigue to this always intriguing rivalry match that the whole football world will be watching. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be after the Classico this upcoming Sunday, so be sure to keep an eye out for a new episode to drop once the match comes to an end. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid!